Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well tonight. We are going to be learning Maseches Yuma Daf Samach Hey, and we're starting five lines, uh, three lines actually, from the bottom on Samach Dalad Amud Beis. As a precursor to today's Daf, we have to recall that we are in the midst of a machlokas between Rav and Rav Yochanan. Rav and Rav Yochanan were bothered by something that was in our Mishnah. The Mishnah is on Daf Samach Beis Amadalav, and the ambiguity that's in our Mishnah on Samach Beis is the following. Let's say that we had uh, already done the Goral, and we know which Seir is Hashem and which Seir is Azaza. And then the Seir Hashem dies. Fine. So the halacha is that you go get another pair, and then the, you end up replacing the Seir Hashem with the new Seir Hashem, the Seir Hashem that died from pair one. You replace it with the Seir from, uh, from pair two. And then it said, and the second one, will graze until it gets a moon. But this is a machlokas, which second one? Is it the second one of the first set or is it the second one of the second set? This is a machlokas between Rav and Rav Yochanan. And the Gemara that we were learning yesterday was analyzing this machlokas from a whole uh, a whole set of different angles. And here is yet another one. Tanan, the Mishnah writes, we're three lines from the bottom, Samach Taladam and Beis. It's said in our Mishnah that the reason why the animal had to graze was she'in chatas tzibur mesa, that we are not allowed to let an animal immediately die. It first has to graze. We can't starve it and let it die. It has to, if it's a chatas tzibur, we, we do not let them die in an immediate form. What's the inference from this? And this inference will then be the thrust of the question. Ha de yachid, had it been that we were dealing with a case of, a, of an animal, of a korban that was not for the tzibur, but rather that was for a yachid, then we would have said such a thing. And then the Gemara says that this inference only works according to one shita. I understand according to the shita of Rav Yochanan, who says that in our Mishnah, the animal that will graze is the, uh, the remnant of the first pair the seer la zazel, that that animal will graze. So that works out nicely because of the statement of Kid Rebbe Abba Amar Rav. Dama Rebbe Abba Amar Rav, turning to the top of Samachem Adalev. Hakol Modim, everyone agrees. Sheim nizkaper b'she'ina avuda, avuda mesa. What's the case here? The case here is if a person got kapara, not from his original animal, which was lost, but from a replacement animal that he found or that he dedicated in order to get kapara. So if he ends up having both animals now, I lost one, I got a second one, and then I found the first one. If I got my kapara with the ena avuda, the animal that was not lost, then the halacha is the avuda is mesa. And this is a korban yachid, and that works out very nicely according to the sheet of Rav Yochanan. However, according to Rav, the way that Rav would have looked at this case is as though a person from the beginning, although he didn't, but it's as though he took out two animals from the beginning to guarantee it. That's what this line means here. This is where a person knows that they have to get a korban. They have a korban chatas that they need to bring. However, out of concern that the first animal may die, he brings two out. So, and on that, uh, on that halacha of being you'll get kapara with one, and the second one will have to graze. What language don't we see here? We don't see the language of yamus. Remember the inference that we saw on uh, three lines from the bottom of Samach Dalad The inference was that when it came to a korban yachid, that we did have a scenario where an animal was mesa. Yet according to Rav's understanding of our Mishnah, that scenario doesn't seem to play out. 
And that's why the Gemara has a kasha against Rav. And the Gemara answers five lines down on Samachayim and Aleph, Kevan de Amar Rava, because Rava said that Rav holds Savar like Rav Yosi de Amar Mitzvah Berishon, because Rava says that Rav holds like Rav Yosi, that we should always go with the first animal. So therefore, in a case scenario where a person um, dedicates two animals for his korban chatas lachrayas to therefore guarantee that he will get his kapara, so that the first animal, even if it dies, he has a backup. But lemaisa me ikara kemafresh the ibudami. It's true, but it, it's like that kind of backup that, like, you just have an extra backup just in case you need it. But really, it's a very, very unlikely scenario. And therefore, because me ikara, the whole reason why you did it, it was basically kemafresh. It was going to end up not being used. Most likely, the replacement animal is not going to be used. It's the ibudami. It's as if it is, uh, if it, it's a, as if it is dead. And therefore, rav can still be understood. And this does not undermine his shita. The next question of the Gemara Tanan, what does our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah, at the beginning of this parak of Shnei Si'irei, our Mishnah says that Rabbi Yehuda Omer Tamus. Our Mishnah had said, before this Shita of Rabbi Yehuda, had said that one of the animals has to be yirat, has to graze. And then immediately after that, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, there is no grazing for this second animal. The animal dies. Now, who does this fit with? So says the Gemara as follows. Bishlam al Yochanan, I understand the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda, within the Shita of Rav Yochanan. How so? Because what does Rav Yochanan hold? Rav Yochanan says, the Amar Shnei He says that the remaining animal of the initial pair of the Shnei Seirim, that is the animal that will graze. And immediately after that, what does Rav Yehuda say? No, he doesn't, he dies. And therefore, where does the where does the Kapara come from with the Seirim? So there are three roles that are happening here. We have grazing, we have dying, and we have Kapara. So these are the shitas that we have in the Gemara. The Tanakama was of the opinion that the animal should graze. And Rabbi Yehuda says, nope, the animal dies. And if the animal has to die, then miskapir b'sheni shebizugsheni, then the way that Rabbi Yehuda would make sense within the camp of Rabbi, uh, that Rabbi Yochanan would make sense within the camp of Rabbi Yehuda is if the kapara comes through that second animal um, from the new pair. Elo the Rav, but according to Rav, what does Rav hold? Rav said, Amar sheni shebizugsheni yireh, it's the second animal of the second pair that grazes. So then, then that doesn't make sense because if you then the first animal wasn't being used at all. The Rabbi Huda Yamus. Then he's going to say that the animal has to die. The Rabbi Huda Mechaper. Then there are no animals for there to be kapara. If there are only two animals and one of them is grazing and one of them is dying, where is the kapara taking place from? So says the Gemara. You misunderstood something here. You misunderstood. Says the Gemara, ten lines down or so, Samachem and Aleph. Mi savris Rabbi Yehuda asheni shevizugsheni koy. Rabbi Yehuda, when he said that the animal should die, was not talking about the sheni, the second animal of the second pair. He was talking about the second animal of the first pair. Rabbi Yehuda asheni shevizug rishon koy, and therefore he has kapara through the second animal of the second pair, the replacement pair, and all is well according to that shita. So therefore, up until now. <clears throat> about a third of the way down, each of the shitas of Rav Yochanan and Rav have been questioned, and each of them can sustain the challenges therein. Some say that one of the questions we had in the Gemara was actually a little bit different. Says the Gemara, when our Mishnah says, our, our, statement, our Mishnah has two statements of Rav Yehuda. One is that the animal should die and should not graze. And two is this line. This is what we said yesterday. This was quoted yesterday and the, the day before as well. Rabbi Yehuda said the following. 
if the, of the two animals, if the seir la Hashem was already shechted and the blood was collected in uh, in a cleat, then nishbach hadam, but the blood spilled, and now there's no more blood to do this rikas hadam. So Rabbi Huda said, Yamus hamishdalech, the seir mishdalech has to die. And Mesa mishdalech, had it been that the seir hamishdalech died before the zrikas hadam took place, then yishbach hadam, then the blood should be spilled as well. Which basically highlights to us that the way Rabbi Huda understood the two seirim was like we said yesterday, that they're interconnected. If one of them ends up uh, failing at its job, the other one also gets thrown out the baby in the bathwater. So says the Gemara, Bishlam the Rav, I understand this extra statement of Rabbi Yehuda. I understand the statement according to Rav in the Resha, in the first case, where Rabbi Yehuda was simply arguing against whether or not the animal would graze or die. And Rabbi Yehuda said the animal died. So there, Pligi B'chatas Tibor. There, they, they have the debate, the debate like we saw in the bottom of Samach Talalamabez about a Chatas Tibor. And Vesefa, in regards to the case where he says Ve'od, that case is Pligi B'Balechaim. There we argue whether or not Balechaim are, are Dechuyin or not. Elala Rabbi Yochanan, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, there would be no Machlokas in the Sefa. There was no need for Rabbi Yehuda to say Ve'od. And the Gemara says, there's no machlokas. They would all agree that and therefore kasha, according to Rav Yochanan, it is difficult to understand his shita. If we were to be uh, poskim and we were to look at this Gemara and be forced to paskin a halacha, we would have to say that we paskin like Rav from this Gemara because Rav Yochanan just got uh, just got a kasha on him. He got a difficult question. It's not a tiyufta, but we would need to come up with a pretty good svar to solve that problem. We're about halfway down at the uh, at the two dots. And again, we are referencing that same Gemara, uh, the same part of the Mishnah again. And it says, the Od Amar of Yehuda, we said, Nishbach Adam, Yamus HaMishtaleach. But this whole thing is very strange. So why is it strange? We had said in our Mishnah, that if the Seir, La Hashem, the blood spills, then the seer, the other Seir has to die. If the Seir Mishtaleach dies and the blood has yet to be if the Seir Mishtaleach dies and we didn't do Zrika Sadam on the Seir Lashem, then there too the animal is done for. So it says the Gemara, I only understand one of these two directions that Rabbi Huda presents in our Mishnah. Bishlama Nishbach Hadam Yomusa Mishtaleach. I understand that if the blood of the Seir Lashem spills, um, and then uh, before that time, Yamusa Mishtaleach, the Seir of the Mishtaleach dies, the Seir Lazazel dies, the Akati Loisabid Mitzvase. We haven't fulfilled the mitzvah yet because the Zrika uh, Sadam of the Seir Lashem wasn't performed yet. Ella, the reverse case of Rabbi Huda, that I don't understand. Ella Mesa Mishtaleach, Amayishbachadam. If the animal of the Seir Lazazel died, why do I have to replace him? Why do I have to spill the blood that's already collected in the Kli from the Seir? This is a fascinating Gemara. The Gemara says that the mitzvah was already performed. What does that mean, the mitzvah was performed? We didn't push the animal off the cliff yet. So it says the say that we shown him here, Rashi points this out, that when it comes to the Seir Lazazel, the halacha really should be different. When it comes to the Seir Lazazel, all we needed is for that animal to be chosen to go around. All, all we needed was for the animal to be chosen Begoral. And once the Seir Lazazel was chosen Begoral and the Zrika Saddam was done, you're good to go. So says the Gemara, I don't understand what the problem is here. We should have, we should not need to replace this animal. And the Gemara answers halfway down on Samachem and Aleph, Amri Debe Rabyanai Omar Kra. It's all based on the Pasuk, Yaamor Khalif Neashem Khaper. Adma Sai Yehe Zakuklioschai. How long does the Seir Lazazel need to be alive in order? For there to be no need to replace the seir la'azazel, says the Gemara. So the halacha is like this: 
halacha is that if the seir Hashem uh, was shechted, and we have its blood in a kli, and the seir Zazel is uh, waiting for its part, and at that very moment of the zrika sadam, the zrika sadam was done, and then the seir Zazel dies, la halacha we're done. We don't have to do. We don't have to push the animal off the cliff. We're fine. We're totally good. So that's what the Gemara says here: is that it's not leikuva to push the animal off the cliff. All that needs to happen is that the zri, that the goral has to take place. The seir has to be shechted, and the zrika sadam of the seir lashem has to be has to be zorek nizrak. And once that's done, even if the other animal then dies, we are okay. And the Mishnah, the Gemara now quotes a Mishnah from Shkalim, uh, two thirds of the way down on Samachem Amud Aleph, that will uh, again engage our conversations um, that we've been discussing so far. Tanan Hasam, the Mishnah writes. There are people who live in a city. They sent in all of their money for the machzitz shekel, and they sent it in with a, you know, with a gizbar. They sent it in with a financial person, whoever it was. And then, unfortunately, and unfortunately, they were pickpocketed, they were stolen from, and all the money was, was taken. So then says the Gemara, uh, the Mishnah Achakira. If some of the monies had already made it into the Beis HaMikdash, he just makes a promise to the Gizbar. The person who is carrying the money says to the treasurer in the Beis HaMikdash, I promise, he makes a Shua Shomrim, because he was a Shomer. So then good to go. But if the money never made it to the Beis HaMikdash, then Nishbain, the messenger, makes a promise. He goes back to the people in the city and says, I promise I didn't steal anything. However, that now they have to give another machzitzah shekel. There's a din in the Torah. You got to give a machzitzah shekel. Somebody stole it. Okay, so you weren't yotze. So therefore, you and the, the shliach who was carrying your money for you promises it wasn't him. So therefore, you're going to be obligated to give another machzitzah shekel. And then the Mishnah continues, 10 lines from the bottom. At, at that point, and this Mishnah says, Nimtsu, if the coins were then found, Oshech zirum haganavim, or if the coins were then given back, now you have the initial coin that you gave, which was stolen. And you have the second coin, which you set aside, which you were planning to fulfill your mitzvah with after you learned that your first coin was stolen or lost. So what should you do? So the Gemara says, and quoting this Gemara, Elu ve'elu They both have the halachic status of the chasi shekel. Ve'en olin lahen lishon haba. Not only that, but you, it's not like you can say like, okay, this one is for fiscal year 2022. It doesn't work that way. This one's for tafshin pei beis. That's not how it works. In this case, says the Tanakama, you're stuck. Now you have to give two chazi shekels, one whole shekel. That is going to be your gift this year to the Beis HaMikdash. That's the sheet of the Tanakama. However, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Olin Lahan Lishana Haba. Rabbi Yehuda was of the opinion that this uh, coin, that one of the coins can be used for next year. So this is the Machlokas. You had your initial coin that you gave and it was lost. You got a replacement coin and then you found your initial coin. Now you have two coins. So the Tanakhama says you're allowed to give one of those coins for the next year's Machsis HaShekel. However, Rabbi Huda says that you are, um, uh, the Tanakhama says you are not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to give one of the coins for next year. And Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that you are allowed to do so. Omrem, he says, Omer, Olin Lahen Lashon Habasa, says the Gemara. My time of the Rabbi Yehuda. What is the reason why Rabbi Yehuda is lenient to allow one of the two coins to be delivered for the next year? Amar Rava, Kasava Rabbi Yehuda, Chovos Shel Shanazu, Krevos Haba. He says as a as a yesod that the halacha is Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that anything that you've dedicated for this year and it's now extra, it can then be used for next year. 
So says the Gemara, this was Rava's comment. Rava was the one who taught this halacha, Amar Rava. And now Abai is like, hey, one second. Rava, you can't say that about Rabbi Yehuda. You can't say that as a rule, Rabbi Yehuda agrees that things that you dedicate this year can be used for next year. And I'll bring you a proof. Eisive Abaye. Abaye says as follows. We have a brisa that reads as follows. Par v'sar she'yom You have the par, which is the private funded par of the Kohen Gadol. V'si'ir she'yom A publicly funded collection of si'irim for the si'ir l'ashem and si'ir l'azazel. And in that case, she'avdo v'hivr shacherim tachtem. Let's say you lost the one of them and then you replaced it with a new pair. V'chein si'ir avodah zara she'avdo v'hivr shacherim tachtem. And also the si'ir of an avodah zara, that korban, if, a, if people accidentally do um, Avodazar, if they have to bring this korban, and then the halacha is, what do we do if you then find the other ones? So you, you had you had your seirim, lost them, found a new one, and then you uh, found your old ones. So the halacha is, says the Gemara, kulan yamusu divre Rebbe Yehuda. What, what did we say with Rebbe Yehuda in regards to the shkalim? So we said, there's no problem. You could use the extra amount, the chazi shekel that you ended up finding. You can use it for next year. And then Rava said that that's the asot. That he that, that Rabbi Yehuda was of the opinion that you can take your uh, your fiscal investments in animals this year and you can use it for next year. Yet Abaye throws a brisa right back at, at Rava and says, "What are you talking about? If what you're saying is true, then this brisa. Why did Rabbi Yehuda say Yamusu? Why was it cool on Yamusu? None of them should have died. Just keep spreading them out year over year. Why? Why would it? Why would it die? Anyways, the brisa finishes out, but that's our question. But the brisa finishes with another shita." Uh, they say that in such a case, the animals don't die. And rather, they should graze until they get a moom, until they get an, a blemish. Then they're sold and their monies go to Nadava. So this is the question of, uh, of Abaye to Rava. You can't say, as a general rule, you can't say as a general rule that Rav Yehuda is of the opinion that any money you spend this year gets to be invested in the future because this brisa that we have toward the bottom of the page is not correct. The brisa that we have toward the bottom of the page, Rav Yehuda says all the animals die. So, so this is a great question that Abayi asks to Rava. Omar Lay turning to the top of Daf Samachayim and Beis. And we're going to be going until four lines or so, five lines or so from the bottom of the page, maybe more. So it says, in the, so what does Rava say back to Abaye? Rava says... Korbanos tzibor kamris. You're asking a question from the seirim, from the korban tzibor. You, why are you asking from a korban tzibor? Shiny korbanos tzibor. Even according to Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that you're allowed to take an animal from this year and use it next year, that's not true by a korban tzibor. And the shkalim are not korbanos tzibor. The shkalim are, are their private coins. So here's what, what Rava says back to Abaye. Shiny korbanos tzibor. Kidder Rav Tavi Amar Rav Yoshia. Rav Tavi Amar Rav Yoshia had a shita to explain why there was a uniqueness of a korban tzibor over a korban yachid. The Amar Rav Tavi Amar Rav Yoshia Amar Kra. The pasuk reads. Amar Torah. The Torah told us as follows. That when we're talking about a korban tzibor, you need to be chadesh. You need to make something new. When it comes to a korban tzibor, you're obligated to give me from the new coins that just came in. That's great. So Rav Yehuda doesn't have a stira. In the first case, the Mishnah Masech Shkalim, where Rav Yehuda said that the coins can go for next year, that's because that was a private donation. That was for a yachid. But the next b'risa where Abaye tried to ask against Rav Yehuda, that was that was a, a seir. Those were the seirim for Yom Kippur, and that's a seir tzibur. And because it's a seir tzibur, it's a korban tzibur. Therefore, chadesh vehaveli korban mitruma chadasha. So then the Gemara retorts back to Rav and says, "Oh, wait, just a second. 
you're right about the Seir that that's a Korban Sibur. But not everything in that Mishnah at the bottom of Samachayim at Aleph fits into that category. Because if you look back at that Brisa where it says, Eisivei Abaye, it says, Par Visar Makipurim. What about the Par? The Par is not a Korban Sibur. The par was specifically paid for with the dollars of the Kohen Gadol. It was a private korban. So says the Gemara, you're right about the Seirim because that's a korban Sibor. And therefore, Chadesh Vehaveli, you have to buy from the new ones. And therefore, the animals can't be used in the future from one year to the next. However, says the Gemara, Hatenach Seir. Gotcha. That makes sense. But par, Ma'ika Lemeimar. But when it comes to the par, which was a privately purchased animal of the Kohen Gadol, there, we should be allowed to use that animal from year to year, provided that you had two of them. You should be able to use an extra. Your only limitation is that if it was a Korban Sibur, this isn't a Korban Sibur. It's a Korban Yachid. Oh, so says the Gemara, you're absolutely right. It's a Korban Yachid. The par belongs to the Kohen Gadol. He bought it with his own funds. And the Seir, for sure, you can't use next year because it's a Korban Sibur. So why then are we strict when it comes to the par, Afalpi, that it is a Korban Yachid? Answers the Gemara, Gzeira par atu Seir. We have a Gzeira of the par because of the Seir. Now listen, these are two totally different Korbanos. The par is a private Korban that was purchased with the private funds of the coin. The Seir were publicly purchased um, Korbanos that were purchased with the Chatsi Shekels that people donated to the Beis HaMikdash. But we have a Gzeira interlinking the two. Why? Because these two Korbanos, even though halachically they're not bound, but because they're both part of the Avoda of Yom Kippur, people are going to easily make an error. And therefore, says the Gemara, six lines down on Samachem and Beis, the reason why we're makbed on a par, that we cannot use a, a par, an extra par for the next year, is because gzera par atu seir. We're afraid that someone may not know the halacha. And because a par is a private animal and can be used from year to year, year to year, and the seir is a public animal and cannot be used year to year. Therefore, we have a, a rabbinic injunction um, against a par. And even though you may have two parim this year because you lost one and got a, you got a new one and then found the old one, that's all wonderful and good. But the halacha is that that animal has to die. You cannot save it for next year. So says the Gemara, really? Umishum gzeira yamusu? Are you allowed to kill this animal? You have two, you have two parim. And we said that the par out the gzeira darabonon can't be used for the next year. So therefore, the animal has to die because of this gzeira derabanan. That's question number one against this approach. Question number two, the Odin, furthermore, says the Gemara, six lines down on Samachem, but base seven lines down. The Odin, furthermore, the idea that you quoted earlier, Rava, says the Gemara, the Ode, de Rebbe Tavi Amar Rabbi Yoshia Gufa Mitzvahi, that idea of Chadesh, that it needs to be new coins, that it needs to be purchased with this year's new coins, that's a mitzvah, but it's not me'akev. Says the Gemara as follows: To Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Korbanos Sibur Habayin Beechad Benisan Mitzvah Lahavi Minachadash. It's absolutely appropriate. It's a mitzvah to buy an animal from the new coin that just came in after Rosh Chodesh Nisan. That's when all the Shkalim were to come in. But Vim Hevi Min Hayashan Yatsa, your Yotze the Halacha Ella Shechaser Mitzvah. You're still Yotze. You're still Yotze. It's just that you lost out on the opportunity of a mitzvah. So Rava tried to argue back. To Abaye's question about Rabbi Huda, no, come on, what are you talking about? It's a Korban Sibor, and it has to be Chadesh, it has to be news. As Gemara, that's not Me'akev. So this whole approach can't be right. Ella, why then do we say that the animals need to die? Why would we say that? So therefore, it says the Gemara halfway down, The reason why is because when it comes to the world of Goral, the Goral can only work one, one per year. So you'll do the Goral, 
in order to prepare for Yom Kippur and Tafshin Pei Aleph. And if you then have extra animals because they got lost and you got another pair, only one goral per year. So says the Gemara, that's great. Why, why not Venesi Vinagril? Big deal. Go get another goral. Doesn't cost anything. Go get the box and then go put in the two things. And you just do, just do the same thing again. And then you'll have a goral and then you can do it again, says the Gemara. That is a big concern, says the Gemara. If you have an extra um, hagrala, gzera, well, we have a concern to not do that. Why would we not do that extra hagrala? Because, says the Gemara, shema yomru hagoral koveya mishana lechaverta. Because people will then make a mistake and assume that when you do a goral, that it does apply for the next year. And that's not true. So that these animals should die, even though in theory they could be used. But someone could watch what's happening in the Beis HaMikdash and they're going to see, hey, what are you doing? You're, you're doing another Goral and therefore it appears that it can be used for the next year. That implies that a Goral from Tafshin Pei Aleph can apply to next year's Tafshin Pei Beis. And that's not correct. So therefore, Gzera, we do not do that. So says the Gemara, all is well if you're talking about a Seir. I agree with you, Hatenach Seir, because... The Sa'ir has a Goral. What animal doesn't have a Goral? The par. Par, Ma'ikal Meymar. If there's no Goral by the par, then we should be able to use the par from year to year. Says the Gemara, like we saw earlier in the previous model, Gzeira, par, atu Sa'ir. Nope, we're going to be strict. We're afraid of people um, inadvertently mixing up the halachic status of a par and a seir, the par being a private korban of the Kohen Gadol purchased with private funds. And the seir is a set of korbanos per purchased with public funds. So it says the Gemara, hold on one second. Again, umishum gzeira yamusu, it's just not enough. It's not enough meat on the bone. It's not enough of a reason to make the animal die. Just because you have a gzeira derabban and this animal should be put to death, you should not do that. So therefore, the Gemara recommends another possibility. What we're concerned about in regards to the par is not anything other than the, the owner might die. And you're not allowed to bring that korban. Who's the bailam of the par? The Kohen Gadol. So because that's what we're concerned about, and that's why this animal has to die. So says the Gemara, well, that only works in one direction, par. I could understand how you could apply this halacha to a par because the par is a private owner. But seir, ma'ikala meymar, that the seir, what are you going to do about that? There, it doesn't have a private owner. So how then can you explain those animals being killed? So says the Gemara, the flip, gzeira seir atu par. There, we're afraid that people will mix, mix up the seir and the par. The par cannot be brought out of concern of mishum chatas shemesu be'aleha. We're afraid that the Kohen Gadol might die. And in, we add in a Gzeir by the Seir too, that people may mix up that halacha. And says the Gemara, a rhetorical question, and with this we will stop. Says the Gemara, umishum Gzeira Yamusu, it's just not enough. There has to be a better reason to let the animals die. This Gzeir is not enough of a reason to let the animals die. Starting tomorrow, we'll pick up with Ella, six lines from the bottom of Samachayim and Bez, and we will continue and try and find still more answers that sufficiently explain why these animals don't get to stay alive until the next year. Wishing you all a beautiful night.